0: Praise God, yes, continuing our Imagine campaign and uh, focusing on the television ministry. Why do you kind of think about that today. Television is a powerful medium. It goes all over the world. It is amazing the lives you can touch uh, through television that won't come into a church. Uh, and it allows you to stretch your ministry out and, and affect many more people. Uh, than we can just within these four walls. And it's a powerful, exciting ministry. If you're not part of a ministry yet and you'd like to get involved in something, uh, sign up for the television ministry. We need camera people. We need people to drag cords. We need people to push buttons, all kinds of stuff. We'll train you so you don't blow the joint up, but uh, it'll be great, and uh, as as we do this, and fine-tune our program, and we're trusting God, we want to take this program. I don't know when we can do it. Depends on how well we can do on this campaign. If we can't do it this year, the next year, but I'd I'd like to move forward as quickly as we can, but I would like to take this, and just take this all over the country. It is amazing how many lives you can affect. I just got back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Truth is, what happens in Vegas will be broadcast to the world on Judgment Day. But that doesn't fit so well on their billboards. But uh, um, a church invited us there because they saw me on television, just this one little thing that I had done on a national satellite program. And it it just opens up so many doors. And we had a phenomenal weekend as we were ministering to them in our couples uh, ministry. It was really a scream. Those people are wired. (laughs) Of all that we've done this so many times, I have to say, it's probably the wildest crowd we've ever had, John. It was, people were like smoking something, man. I'm telling you, it was wild. We had a great time and just saw real miracles in people's lives. It is exciting to be a part of the work of God. Hallelujah. So don't you get tired sometimes? Yeah, a little bit, but we can sleep when we're dead. Ah. Now we've got plenty of time then. <laughs> I want to make a difference while I'm still kicking. Somebody say amen. amen. I want to make a difference. I want to leave a big old fat imprint in the earth. Just uh, Mark was here. Hallelujah. This morning, looking at John, the fourth chapter and the fourth verse, talking about Jesus. Now he had, he had to go through Samaria. Like he had to. <laughs> Because they didn't want to. Jews did not like Samaria. It was like, you know, going to Chicago. And, uh, going... <laughs> <laughs> Too many Bears fans. And he, and he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sichar, And near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there and Jesus tired as he was from the journey sat down by the well it was about the sixth hour when a Samaritan woman came to draw water Jesus said to her will you give me a drink because his disciples had gone into town to buy food and the Samaritan woman said to him you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman how can you ask me for a drink for Jews do not associate with Samaritans why why are you talking to me? Samaritans and Jews didn't like each other yet Jesus was willing to engage in conversation with this woman. The Bible says that the Jews would not associate with the Samaritans they didn't care they fussed and they fighted and argued about how to worship and whatnot and yet here Jesus is ministering to this woman and she thought it was such a strange thing why? Why are you talking to me? You guys don't have anything to do with us. Every year they have a a national marriage conference in this country. It's called the Smart Marriage Conference. And uh, it's not... uh, uh, a, a Christian thing, it's a secular thing although they do have some Christian speakers come in And these are the, you know the creme de la creme the brains of America come together all these guys with PhDs and ABCDEFGs and all this stuff behind their name and, and, and me <laughs> the only thing I got is PR, which stands for Puerto Rican and uh <laughs> and uh so, you know, I go to these conferences and I speak and uh, it's, it's pretty wild. Anyway, a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, uh, the conference was in Dallas and we had a booth set up and, uh, you know, promoting what we do and stuff and all these booths all over the place. And that particular year I was speaking uh, to these people uh, on the destructive uh, influences of pornography in our country and how what our culture sells as truth is a lie. They sell the idea that, you know, lust and checking all the hot babes out. And, oh, you know, ooh, this will really improve your sex life. But it's a lie. It does not. In fact, those who engage in it start having the worst sex of their lives. It will ruin your life. Sadly, so many men just don't think this through. Their lives stink and they keep getting in the same stuff. Try to make it better and it just makes it worse. Like a bunch of lemmings walking off a cliff. and I'm there at this conference and I have a session on that and I'm speaking against this blatant stupidity man, what is the matter with us? we've got to be real men I've had it with plastic imitation men seriously guys, they don't live adventures anymore they watch movies they don't play sports anymore they watch it on TV they don't make love to their wives they live in virtual worlds plastic hollow men walking around yeah, I've had it it's time for us to be real men. All you men say amen. amen. I do, my brother. Man, I got Puerto Ricans on the left and the right. Boric was everywhere, man. This is kicking. Anyway, I'm in this booth and I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, getting ready to, you know, I, I forget what every day I was doing my talk, but uh, we're promoting stuff in our booth. And all of a sudden, this very attractive blonde lady comes bouncing in our booth, doing, 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 doing. and, and uh, she says, "Hello, I'm so and so." And she says, "Who are you?" And I said, "Well, I'm Mark Unger. What she said, what, "What are you doing here?" And I said, uh, "I'm here uh, talking about marriage and stuff like that." And I said, "What are you doing here?" She says, "Well, I'm, I'm one of the speakers here as well." And she says, "She was just thrilled; it was her first year to to be able to present and." Uh, I said, well, what are you talking about? She says, oh, well, I'm here to talk about the evil influences of pornography. And how it's destroying people's lives. And everything. I thought, whoa, that's amazing. I'm doing the same thing. This is fantastic. She says, well, that's great, she says. And I'm, I'm thinking, who is this lady? I said, I said well, who, who are you? What do you do? And she looks at me she says, well, I'm, I'm a witch. <laughs> I went... how do you respond to that I said cool I'm, I'm a pastor and I reached over and gave her a great big hug and she just looked at me like you're a pastor yeah and you're a witch and I asked her this question I said so tell me are you a good witch (laughs) witch <laughs> and she just stared at me and, and we, we, uh, we talked for a while and just said I'm just being really nice to this lady and just talking and la 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 and it, isn't it phenomenal you know a witch is promoting the same thing I'm promoting and that while, well, I mean even some sinners have enough sense are you hearing me men in the church caught up in this nonsense. I don't expect anything out of the heathens. They're dumb as bricks. What ticks me off is when people in the church get caught up in this nonsense. Even a witch has more sense than some of us. <laughs> so we're talking, we're hanging out, and then she, she went off and just talk, kept talking to people. About five minutes later, she comes over and she gets my attention. I said, yeah. She says, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. She said, I'm here with a bunch of friends. Would Would you mind having dinner with us tonight? I said, I would love that so she went running off and I turned to our guy and said, we're having dinner with a witch and he said, what? I said, "So we're having dinner with a witch this, this, this will be cool so uh, we meet up with the witch and her gaggle of whatever and uh, <laughs> what do you call them? I don't know but, uh, so, so so we get together, and uh, we're at the dinner table, and we're all sitting around, and talking and laughing, kind of hanging out, and this this witch kept looking at me like. <laughs> Finally, she could take it no longer, and, and she came over and sat by me. She said, can I ask you a question? I, I said, sure. She says, no, you say you're a pastor. I said, yep. She said, well, on a scale, this being real liberal, and this being... and and this being one of those real conservative Christians evangelical Christians she says, where do you line up? I said oh that's easy I'm one of the evangelical conservative Christians (laughs) and she turned and looked at me and asked me that same question this lady asked Jesus on that day and she said why are you talking to me? I said what do you mean? she says I have never met a conservative Christian who wasn't mean to me who attacked me who told me I should be stoned to death Whew. you know sometimes we evangelicals can be pretty quick to pull out Old Testament verses to condemn those with whom we disagree in uh Leviticus, the 20th chapter, we read the verse that she was familiar with, quoted to her by people who love Jesus. A man or a woman who is a medium or spiritist among you must be put to death. You are to stone them. Their blood will be on their own heads. Praise God. (laughs) And uh, we do the same thing with uh, homosexuals same chapter it says if a man lies with a man as one lies with a woman both of them have done what is detestable they must be put to death their blood will be upon their own heads <laughs> Say, brother that's what the bible says yeah 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 it does you know, it's kind of interesting though uh, a few verses here we don't quote very often out of exodus anyone who curses his father and mother must be put to death that would take care of about a 30 of you. <laughs> Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it must be put to death. Anyone who does, whoever does any work on that day must be cut off from his people. For six days work is to be done. But the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. That would take care of another 30. (laughs) Leviticus 24. Anyone who blasphemes the name of the Lord must be put to death. That pretty much takes care of everybody. (laughs) You know, there's all kinds of harsh punishments, strict rules in the Old Testament there's even some real bizarre ones I I found this one in Deuteronomy it says if two men are fighting and the wife of one of them comes to rescue her husband from his assailant and she reaches out and seizes him by his private parts you shall cut off her hand Show her no pity. First of all, this is a problem. We got so much of this going on, we need a rule against it in the Bible. Cutting off her hand. How about just say, don't do that. This morning I want to talk to you about loving people. We are to love people. God loved us unconditionally. We should show the same kind of love to others. First of all, we should love our brothers and sisters in Christ. Jesus said this, by this all men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. And then we even need to love people who are not part of the family of faith. I gotta tell you though, the world doesn't feel very loved When we take Old Testament verses and tell them we should kill them, not real warm and fuzzy to them. Take a note in your brains don't be taking the law of Moses to make your points with people. All right? It's the law of Moses. Old Testament, very restrictive laws that Christians seem to take very selectively, the ones they like, and hammer people with them. don't do that and you hear some brother or sister doing that just don't listen to them this is not helpful for the life of me I do not understand Christians who try to live selectively by Old Testament laws finding rules about everything obscure verses about this, that and the other finding Old Testament verses that you shouldn't have Christmas trees or you shouldn't get tattoos or you shouldn't eat certain kinds of meat or foods Stop already. We don't live by the Old Testament. You can if you want to, but the Bible teaches us that if you're going to live by any of it, you have to live by all of it. You don't want to live by all of it. You probably won't live to the end of the week. We can make our points about morality, about righteousness, about good and evil with the New Testament. Okay? There is no reason to use harsh judgments from the Old Testament, particularly when we are so selective in doing so, that is not showing love to people. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, we Christians, we don't like to associate with certain kinds of people like witches well why are you hanging with a witch for? I wasn't hanging with her, I just went to dinner with her, being nice to the lady I wasn't being unequally yoked with her, just being nice, everybody say nice it's amazing what can happen when someone's just nice amazing how much nicer your marriages would be if y'all would just be nice to each other some of y'all call your wives witches Come on. Only you use a different consonant. (laughs) Better hope I don't find out about it. Your husband calls you that. You come talk to me. Bring him up here. Cast the devil out of him. (laughs) Calling each other names and being nasty. Some of you guys, you would treat a stranger on the street a hundred times better than some of the closest people to you. A lot of times, because we get close, we think that we have license now to be mean. You do not have license to be mean. You need to be nice. Be nice to people. Love people, particularly those who are closest to you, particularly brothers and sisters of faith, and certainly even those on the widest spectrum from us, including witches. Well, weren't you afraid? I'm not afraid of some stupid witch. Good day in the morning. People are running around afraid of the devil all the time. The devil's here, the devil's there, the devil's there. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Stop it! Some of you are getting nervous already just because Halloween's close. <laughs> Good night! Christians who barricade their houses and hide in the basement because it's Halloween Eve. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding from demons and devils. They ought to be running from us.
1: That's right.
0: Bunch of demons start freaking out. Good night. Here come those Bayside people. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm of some dumb witch. She's a nice lady. We don't like people who don't think like us, who are different than us, even if they're Christians. It seems like everybody's goal in life is to make everybody else look, sound, dress, eat, act, smell, think like they do. And if they refuse, we ignore them and we seek out others just like us. But this does not show the love of Christ. The love of Christ is shown most dramatically when you're around people who are the most unlike you. When you're kind to those who highly irritate you. Even your pastor. <laughs> you know, last week I talked to you about. The red pill. <laughs> Looking for change, man. Don't be afraid of change. I played that amazing grace thing for you last week. Y'all remember that? You know how the, the chords change and it, it sounds cooler and cooler. The more that changes, the words stay the same. The melody stays the same, but the chords will start changing. A lot of times we don't like change. Some would argue that change makes things better. I think those changes make the song prettier, make it more interesting than just the way it was originally written. Little changes will happen here, you know. You got a new pastor, the message stays the same, the melody will stay the same, there'll be little different things, different ways, little things. You say, well, why why do you add these little things? Just just because I like them. (laughs) That's really all there is to it. (laughs) it's not better than anybody else it's not more spiritual than anybody else it's just we do the service the way I do it because I like it this way that's all I need for revelation right there All right. one of the new things we're going to be instituting uh, starting first week in November is I want to start making communion a regular part of the service so when we come we'll sing, we'll worship we'll pray, we'll hear the word we'll give offerings, but we're also going to take communion together make this a regular part of our worship time Uh, and and the real kicker is uh, is is we're going to start using real communion wine (laughs) so why would you do that? I don't know because Jesus did and the servant is not above his master some of you guys would not like to be around Jesus now don't freak out we'll also give you the little grape juice version if you want that too but don't those who don't take one or take the other look down your noses at each other or criticize each other that's exactly what I'm talking about we don't always have to all think and agree about everything well I don't agree with that get in line I love it when people come up to me and say, Well, I don't agree with that, as this, this has some pull with me. I
1: don't,
0: I don't care. You don't have to agree with me. Christianity isn't about everybody agreeing on every puking little thing. How did you puking little thing over there with the hand signals? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> I have the attention span of a fly. But, uh, you know, this is about being family. A family of faith. How many know everybody in your family, you don't agree with them? Man, I got some brothers and sisters that are just like... Dee, 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 dee. But they're still family... We don't just own each other and separate from each other because we don't all agree or think the same. If you're new to Bayside, I hope you consider being a part of the church and becoming a member of Bayside. Some people say, well, what if I don't agree with everything you say? <clears throat> then you're a member who doesn't agree with everything I say. So what? My wife doesn't agree with everything I say. <laughs> if I can live with that, I can certainly live with you. Just agreeing about something. Pastor, if you serve wine, won't that cause people to start drinking? It's this big! (laughs) And it's communion wine! It's not a shot of Jack Daniels for crying out loud. (laughs) Now, if the tray goes by and you dump the whole thing in your mouth, ah, you know that might have a conversation with you later about that. <laughs> Good night. Lighten up. It will be fine. Newsflash, you can still love people who don't agree with you. Or who don't look like you. Even if they're sinners and heathens, Jesus said this in Luke six chapter verse thirty-two: "If you love those who love you, whoop de stink and do." It's the uh, King James version. <laughs> Even sinners love those who love them. Man, if you just love people who all agree with you and hang with you, so what? where is the love expressed in that and granted we all like to hang with certain people and we you know it's just a natural thing but I tell you in a church like this we need to constantly try and push past that you know it's okay to hook up with your homies in the church but you see somebody you don't know go introduce yourself to them how you doing even the ones you think you know that I think that guy would really irritate me go visit him come on that's where the credit of God comes in when you're with people that don't look like you or smell like you or whatever it is verse 33 if you do good to those who are good to you who cares even sinners do that and if you lend money to those from whom you can expect repayment well isn't that lovely of you what a great sacrifice you made even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full Jesus said, Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Love your enemies this way. Man, I'd be happy if we just loved the church this way. We'll work on your enemies later. Just Christians would be this way with each other. Be nice to each other kind to each other tender hearted Paul wrote forgiving one another just as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you sometimes we forget the slime pit Jesus brought us out of come on you weren't always the sweetest little thing that walked the face of the earth (laughs) Bible says while we were yet sinners Christ died for us while you were yet sinners, when you were at your worst, when you were at your smelliest, lowest, evilest worst, Jesus loved you. First time you came to Christ, I bet you you weren't that particularly holy, covered in hate and sin and all kinds of stuff. What did Jesus do? He ran up and grabbed you by your heart and hugged you, said, I love you. Despite who you are. Despite your past. Despite your mistakes. Despite your sins. Despite your failures. Jesus hugs you and loves you. Says I care about you. That's love. Easy to love those who are the most like us. Love those the most unlike you Jesus said. Then your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the most high. Because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful I want Bayside Church to be a place that celebrates the love of Christ where Samaritans and Jews love each other a church that welcomes both conservatives and liberals white, black, and every skin color in between reaching out to our community You know, there's a big Hispanic community in this area You know, I want to, we're talking about I don't know how long before we get ready, but I want to start offering uh, uh, little headsets so that people who come here who don't speak English that well, uh, the service can be translated live. You know, they can hear it in Spanish and, and, and incorporate these people, integrate these people, love these people. And I got news for you. They got very little to offer. They have a lot of money. They can't do a whole lot for us. Who cares? Let's love these people. Some churches say, some people say, yeah, go ahead. Well, what if they're illegal aliens? (laughs) Oh, shut up. Some people say, well, let's get them their own service. A lot of churches do that. Let's get their own Spanish services. And some want to do that. Great, God bless them. I've always been offended by that. We don't need to be segregating people off. that are the most different than us. Let's integrate these people. Make them part of the family. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how good your English is. If your English really stinks, stinks, I'll just assume you think I'm brilliant when I speak. (laughs) You won't know any different. (laughs) I want to accept rich and poor beautiful and ugly people (laughs) put a big sign out in front (laughs) ugly people welcome (laughs) there's this lady in our church in Stevens Point who uh She's from Las Vegas, and uh, I think she was a showgirl or something because she looks like a showgirl, and she's still dressed kind of Vegasy. you know what I'm talking about? And she's like, hello, you know what I'm saying? I was like, whoa. And uh, some of the other women in the church didn't like her.
1: <laughs>
0: women, you guys can be the worst, <laughs> just the worst. You get somebody really attractive. You all hate her immediately. (laughs) Ooh, don't do that. This one lady writes her a letter. Of course, doesn't sign it, you know. Says, we don't like the way you dress in our church. You dress like a prostitute. She came to me. Told me about it. Really fried my Puerto Rican pancakes. Whatever that means. <laughs> I got about rebuke the whole congregation. Don't you ever do that to anybody? So I don't like my husband looking at her. Well, if you see your husband looking at her, you just take your hand and say, Let me show you something. Stop that! I don't like people who dress like prostitutes coming here. What are you going to do when real prostitutes start coming here? <laughs> I want a big sign. Prostitutes welcome. <laughs> lady sitting in the congregation made an appointment with me that week. She said, you know, I'm new to your church. And when you said that, it really struck me because I, I was a prostitute for years who'd have guessed that huh? so that's okay we love you seeing her life turn around by the love of God love is a powerful thing the love of Jesus can change anybody I want educated people here I want people dumb as bricks in here and I want the dumbest bricks to hang out with the educated for people hanging with weak this is family, this is a family of faith it's this kind of connection that will make everybody else go holy cow, look at that place holy cow, look at that place see because the sinners, they all do this they all hang around people that they want to hang with there's bars all over the city of Green Bay and every one of them has their own little culture their own little cliques, their only type of people certain types of people go to one bar, another type of people go to another bar another type of people go to another bar sounds like churches in America doesn't it? Yeah, well, we got the rich people at this church. And we got the ugly people here. And we got the Hispanic people here. And we got that people here. And I do not want anything like that here. I want us to just all be one big hodgepodge, mixed up, messed up thing. Yeah. That will touch the world. Yeah. It's not to say we'll tolerate sin and its destructive influence. We're not going to do that. We're not going to make this into a country club we're going to keep teaching the truth but it's just a matter of loving and accepting people who don't think respond like you who don't look like you who got tattoos all over their bodies you know God bless them you young people you might want to think that through though (laughs) I'm not going to use some Old Testament verse to beat up on you you want to get a tattoo get a tattoo but do yourself a favor Go look at pictures of your parents when they were 18. And laugh your butt off. (laughs) The difference is, they could change their look later. The tattoo is going to stick with you a long time. If you go with a dork look, you're stuck with dork forever, man. So think it through. (laughs) That witch... Why are you talking to me? It absolutely stunned her. I've never met a conservative Christian who was nice to me. And I looked at her and I said, I'm so sorry. I said, they, they mean well. and Just kind of changed the subject and let her know that we liked her. And At the end of the dinner I said, why don't you come hear me speak tomorrow? She says, maybe I will. And sure enough, as I began my session, there was the witch sitting in the back row. Doing my deal, preaching righteousness, talking about life, doing stuff right. When I got done, I walked off the stage and she came running up to me at the front. She grabbed my shoulders and turned me around and said, You make me want to be a Christian! And she ran away. (laughs) I'm still working on that witch. I do, I got her phone number I call her every once in a while I want her to come visit us here in Green Bay How many think I'd be okay if we let a witch come in here Just love on her Aren't you afraid some spirit will get them? No, I'm not <laughs> uh, I want the Holy Spirit to get her That's what I want Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer God, we're so grateful for your kindness I thank you, Father You loved us when we were the most unlovable. And Lord, while we all have opinions, and we all make choices, and everybody makes lines in the sand about all kinds of different issues in life, God, help us let the love of Christ transcend those issues. Let us not separate from those who don't think like us, and act like us, or don't even agree with us. Christians who don't agree with us about all kinds of different issues. God, help us to truly Walk in the love of Christ. As every head's bowed this morning, every eye's closed, nobody looking around. If you're here this morning and you have never, ever experienced this wonderful, wonderful thing we're talking about, the forgiveness of Christ in your life. If you'd like to ask Jesus Christ in your life, we're going to pray a prayer this morning all together. If you'd like to ask Jesus in your heart as nobody's looking around, just before God, I want you just to raise your hand this morning. If you'd like to ask Jesus Christ in your hand, hand back there, back over there, hands over here. Anybody else over here? God bless you. All over the place this morning. You can put them back down. I want us to pray this prayer together. And if you will mean this prayer from the bottom of your heart. Jesus Christ can turn your heart around. Can turn your life. You can experience the forgiveness. That we're talking about. You say, well you don't know what I've done pastor. You don't know my mistakes. You don't know my past. It doesn't matter. Jesus has the potential to take your biggest mistakes your biggest failures, your most disastrous events in life and turn it into something so beautiful it won't make sense to anybody. That's the power of forgiveness. Let's all pray this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for loving me even when I was most unlovable. I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. I now surrender my life to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You say, is it that easy? It's not that easy, but it's that simple. It's one of the biggest steps you'll ever make in your life. It's an important step. If you pray that prayer for the first time this morning, if you'll stop by the guest services, I want to give you a book. It's called Getting Started in Your New Life with Jesus. It's a book written by my brother, Eddie, who's also in ministry. He's a phenomenal teacher, one of the best Bible teachers I believe in the country. And he's my little brother. Uh, Actually, he looks a little bigger than me, but he's still younger. Uh, Actually, Eddie's going to be here next Sunday preaching and teaching. You don't want to miss this. He is phenomenal. He is really incredible. I'm trying to talk him into coming to Green Bay. (laughs) Uh, He's open to it from June till about... December, but anyway, we're we're working on him. But uh, uh, we've got some other stuff we want to give you. You'll just just stop by the guest services and said, you know, I would like that packet. I'd like that free book. Uh, Do that. Would you, if you pray that prayer this morning and and pick that up, uh, it'll be a real big help to you. We just want to encourage you in your faith, so that you can enjoy being part of the family of faith. Let's give them all a hand for joining the family this morning.